And for all you lovers of time out there, it is these intervals of our very existence that may stand suddenly still as the penalty is about to be taken to save the match or seem never-ending as the opposition relentlessly push forward before the desperately needed referee's final whistle. Or these quantifiery periods of time may speed up as we hope for just one more desperate attack that can help our team salvage something after our 90 minutes of windswept desperation. As I speak, the blacksmiths of existence have forged this unique and unparalleled moment have shaped it with their hammers of eternal recurrence and have placed it firmly in the creviced, milky-white buttocks of actuality. So now this moment is made, time lovers. This moment which we must simply know as 20 minutes past eight. Uh, now, sorry, Bill, uh, it's not 20 minutes past eight. This is going at the beginning at eight o'clock, and then after that it will be on Mixcloud, so I'm sorry. And anyway, this is the Christmas special. to the three wise monkeys, the leather bottle and the dog and pheasant in Colchester, the horse and groom inn and the rose and crown in Wivenhoe, the brewer's arms and the ferry boat inn in Brightlingsea, and the swan inn in Stanway. This is a red button Christmas card from Stanford.
Christmas here in this lovely corner of the East Midlands, which has been described as the finest stone town in England, starts with two things. First of all, the turning on of the Stamford lights by the mayor, and secondly, the Burley Park Santa Fun Run. Now, for each entrant to the Fun Run, they get a free Santa outfit. So on that day, there's probably five, six hundred Santas roaming around the town, all different shapes and sizes, which really is a day you can't miss. Then on the Friday before Christmas, we have Carols on the Green outside our house, which is an endeavour by the local community group. We all huddle under a really naff gazebo, usually in the driving wind and rain, while some poor sod plays the Casio keyboard with frozen fingers and produces something that isn't quite recognisable as some of our traditional carols. And we very much try and get our son home for that because he's got a very big bass voice and it drowns out the sound of the keyboard. But what we all look forward to is afterwards we go to the local church for the first mince pies and mulled wine of the season. Then on Christmas Eve you have Midnight Mass and we're fortunate because we live in the town centre that we have four rival Midnight Masses within five minutes walk but even better we have 14 pubs or 15 if you include the wine bar and they're all open for hours after the Midnight Mass service has ended. Well all of that means that Christmas Day starts late quite unlike the position at dawn when the kids were much younger and after a civilised start to the day we light the fire we turn on Spotify, we've got everything from Nat King Cole, Snarky Puppy, Steely Dan, Corelli, The King's Singers, Bark Chorales, we've got The King's College Choir, you name it, we'll have it. Steely Dan, forgot Steely Dan. We'll have all of that on during the course of the day and we'll be eating about 10,000 calories, we'll be arguing about board games, we'll be arguing about whether celebrations or heroes are better, roses are off the list, We'll be arguing about what we're not going to watch on television. We won't be arguing about not going for a walk. We definitely won't do that. But we will watch the Queen's speech. That's non-negotiable. Perfect.
You're listening to Box. Uh, what is it? Thirty-nine. Box thirty-nine. This is a Box thirty-nine Christmas card from Lord David Price. Well, I'm here now at 3,200 metres high at the top of something called Poon Hill, which is near Gorapani. Gorapani is 2,900 metres high. And I've just walked up, it's snowing, snowing here. Just walked up 450 metres of sort of sheer steps to this viewing point where you've just got a panorama of mountain peaks. There's one I'm looking at now, which is 8,267 meters high. It's the sixth highest mountain in the world. And I'm about, probably about a kilometer, maybe yeah, maybe a kilometer away from it, two kilometers away from it. But it looks about 50 meters away. Unbelievable. So we've been walking since nine o'clock this morning. Uh, fairly exhausted. I've just got to negotiate the downward, the downward journey back to my uh, tea house with Emma and my daughter and uh, Raju, the guide, because it's going to be dangerous. It's sub-zero here, minus two, I think, and uh, uh, a little bit out of breath. You can get altitude sickness at about 2,800, so I'm just hoping that uh, I'm not going to get too light-headed. But I'm just going to have a little rest now, and I'm signing off from Poon Hill, Nepal. Now, what Lord David Price didn't explain there is that he was on a sponsored hill climb, and he climbed 3,200 metres to the top of Poon Hill in Nepal. Little did his sponsors know, he wasn't climbing a hill in the Cotswolds, and he has now made a tidy £482,000. Merry Christmas to Lord David Price.
is Bill calling out to Ardley, Elmstead, Wibbenhoe, Lexton, Birch, Langham, Stanway, Great Hawksley. Hello, I'm Bill Lawrence, and let me tell you about my big bag of onions. Bill's Big Bag of Onions is on Colm Radio every Sunday from 10pm to midnight. And again on Monday nights from midnight to 2am. Your late night journey through intriguing spoken word and sometimes undeservedly unfamiliar music. Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Late night dreamscape radio for any time of the day. Good evening to everyone. Welcome. Hello and happy Christmas. This is Box 39 with a Christmas special. I'm Bill Lawrence and I'm here on a cold midwinter evening. Everyone else has finished at the Cone Radio Christmas party. The mince pies have been eaten. The sausage roll has been ground into the carpet. And the last reveller has got the bus to brightening. See, so it's just me and some perfectly prepared onions. Open those chocolates. Pull those crackers. Because... As Alton Ellis, I'll say that again. As Alton Ellis once said, "Praise Jar, it's Christmas." you need 
1860s, I don't think any Americans had ever seen a banana, unless they'd traveled to the Caribbean or Africa. At the end of the 19th century, bananas were a luxury item. They were exotic. They were expensive. Because the few bananas that made it to East Coast ports came in on sailing ships, and it depended on the weather and the wind, and you know if you could get bananas before they rotted. But then as steamships developed, it became clear that you could get bananas to East Coast ports by steamship pretty easily. And the United Fruit Company started to bring in bananas and made the decision to bring them in as cheaply as possible. Instead of bringing them in and selling them at a high price, a few, we were bringing lots of them and selling them cheaply so they became the poor man's fruit and affordable by anybody. Upper-class people were, were trained not to eat in public, wouldn't be caught dead eating on the street. But the poor people bought fruit off of peddlers' pushcarts and would discard the fruit on the street where they ate. Of course, that wasn't the only thing that was on the street at that time.
This is a Box 39 Christmas card from Steve and Jane in Budley Salterton. In the bleak midwinter Long, long ago Earth stood hard as iron Water like a stone Having moved here less than a year ago this is going to be our first Christmas in Budley Salterton and it's probably going to be fairly uneventful well that's what I thought until I kind of looked a bit deeper into some of the goings on here and uh, Budley's kind of you know it's a cute little place and it's quite unique it's got this three miles of pebble beach and the pebbles are big you know, the, the average size is probably the size of a large potato. Big pebbles. It's a beautiful little place, pretty little place. So it's our first Christmas by the seaside, really. So I'm kind of wondering what we're going to be doing here. And I kind of, you know, spoken to some of the neighbours and I've done a bit of research. And, you know, what I've come up with is there's not really much going on. If I'm completely honest. I mean, it's very quaint here and there's lots of, you know, they have late night shopping. Um, it's not like late-night Christmas shopping in the cities, in the big cities of Exeter, which is nearby. Everybody gathers in the high street and then goes into the shops and wishes all the shopkeepers and each other uh, Merry Christmas. And the shopkeepers have mince pies and um, little snifters of various um, alcoholic beverages and other bits and pieces. So it's, it's very quaint. It's very nice. But we're wondering about our Christmas Day. What are we going to be doing? Well, it'll probably start with us getting up uh, and going to visit some of our lovely neighbours that we have here and probably sharing some mince pies uh, and other festive nibbles. Um, and then it's kind of all build up really to about 10 o'clock where the one thing that's interesting about Budley Salterson on Christmas Day is the Budley Salterson Christmas Swim. Uh, fun people stripping off uh, on a freezing morning uh, some of them getting dressed up in fancy dress and I mean when I say some of these people there's, there's hundreds of them and they all crunch down the, 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 the pebbles to the sea and, and they go in for a proper good old swim so probably wondering whether I'm going to be getting involved in this in the bleak midwinter, a long, long branding statement Christmas style you've got exactly 60 seconds and no longer okay take it away do you think football something for your local community is football you do something with your mates not by yourself watching the telly but with a gang do you hanker after say standing on modern terraces do you know football isn't something you do with cans of Carlsberg in your front room do you think football is local and part of your community and not just for overpaid premiership show ponies do you love going to the football with your mates and your kids with a beer beforehand. Do you know, you've got to analyse the football before you go in the pub. You've got to rip it apart after the match. You've got to be with a group of mates so you can do that. It's no good if you're by yourself. Are you a loyal Colchester United fan, not a moaning customer? Do you roar your team on until the end of the face of adversity and never let a boo slip your lips? If that's you, then sling your Murdoch Skydish in the skip and get yourself off to see some local football. It could be the Hughes, it could be Withenhoe, it could be Stanway, it could be Brighton Sea. Stay tuned to Colm Radio, because this is Real Football Radio. (laughs) (laughs) It's coming on Christmas, they're cutting down trees they're putting up reindeer and singing songs of joy and peace oh i wish i had a river i could skate away on but it don't snow here stays pretty green i'm gonna make a lot of money then i'm gonna quit this crazy scene i wish i had a river I could skate away on I wish I had a river so long I would teach my feet to fly 
to help me, you know. He put me at ease and he loved me so naughty, made me weak in the knees. Oh, I wish I had a river I could skate away on. I'm so hard to handle. I'm selfish and I'm sad. Now I've gone and lost the best baby that I ever had. Oh, I wish I had a river I could skate away on. I wish I had a river so long I would teach my feet to. Listening to Box 39 on Colne Radio 106.6 FM. Christmas card from John in Istanbul. Something interesting has happened within my house side over the past few years. Having been here for I think 13 years now, and that is uh, the arrival of Christmas in my household. When I first came, it didn't make any sense to celebrate Christmas, it didn't seem relevant. It seemed merely a kind of sort of nostalgic uh, habit. And uh, I wasn't part of an expat community and I determined that I was going to be uh, fully integrated into my new, um, my new culture. Uh, I wasn't Christian, although I had come from a Christian family and uh, it became clear that I should abandon Christmas. It had no relevance. So what's interesting is that, and I've got a theory about this, that most most major cultures, um, they get dark and cold in the winter, have festivals of light. And it's certainly been true that more and more Christmas decorations, Santa's Christmas trees, and lights have been appearing in this megalopolis over the past five or six years. And I'm, I'm wondering if it's the way that uh, Christmas has been appropriated by other cultures as, as, as another excuse to celebrate light in the middle of darkness. And here we are in a predominantly Islamic culture uh, celebrating something which is about a kind of a kind of birthing a birthing of hope The Ferryboat Inn and the Freemason's Arm in Brightlingsea and the Harvester in Stanway.
or you just knew me or seen it show. Uh, can you just read what's written on the card, please? I'm sorry. When winter changed from shore to shore, the waves in its icy fetters on rivers and lakes when your labours are made skate with your lovers on winter's eve when your labour. Should a swain then advance and entreat you to dance Of your steps, pray beware Of your falls, pray take care of cause you once Cause you twice over the cracks of the ice And you dance on the frozen riverhead The young Pauline with a lover one day On the ice neath both it's broken Their footing slipped on the frost they say And they vanished where the ice was broken And the very next spring when the frost was thawing Washed up on the shore was the stale paramour And his love poor Pauline You may grasp what I mean Love called them once crawled them twice down through the cracks of the ice And they slept in the frozen river uh, To get back to the, uh, the warning that I received you may take it with how many, however many grains of salt you wish that the brown donuts that are circulating around us are not specifically too good. Uh, it's suggested that you do stay away from the brown donuts. Of course, it's your own trip, so be my guest, but uh, please be advised that there is a warning on that one, okay? Do not eat the brown donuts. Thousand miles. 
evocative name Lair Road is for generations of people. It's about eight minutes walk from the middle of Colchester and I've come to the Lair Road football ground. But of course it's not here anymore. And we're standing now at Turnstile Square, which is in the middle of a two or three year old housing estate which lies directly on what used to be Lair Road football ground. So we're now going for a walk around this little square and we're coming up to what used to be of course the bar side. The bar side no more, one of the favourite parts of terracing off Layer Road, where the real fans stood and where's the roar of the crowd now? to Balls Green, Great Bromley, Thorrington, Brightlingsea, Langenhoe, West Mersey, Arlesford, Breezewick. You better not cry, you better not pout I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town (laughs) He's making a list and checking it twice He's gonna find out who's naughty and nice Santa Claus is coming to town He sees you when you're sleeping He knows when you're awake He knows if you've been bad or good So be good for goodness sake Watch out, better not cry Two times Red Button is the later evening conversation radio show that follows Box 39 on Thursday evenings here on Colm Radio 106.6 FM. Join me, Bill Lawrence, and our special guests with their own very special choices of music. Red Button delivers a mischievous and intriguing blend of topics and chat live from Studio One high up here on the fourth floor of Com Radio Towers, overlooking the full and fertile soils of North East Essex. Red Button is a guppy production for Com Radio.
One of the greatest secrets in the history of rock and roll is how the secret chord progression used by Carlos Santana was exposed to the world for what it was in 1980 by Frank Zappa when he released this guitar solo and chord progression entitled the Carlos Santana Secret Chord Progression, which rendered the secrecy surrounding the chord progressions used at Carlos Santana concerts thereafter mostly redundant. To clear away the snow And green the ground below April all an ocean away Is this the better way to spend the day Keeping the winter at bay What were the words I meant to say before you left When I could see your breath leap where you were going to Maybe I should just let it be And maybe it will all come back to me Sing, oh, Jan, How I lived a childhood in snow And all my teens and toes Stuffed in strata of clothes Pale the winter days after dark Wandering the gray memorial park a fleeting beating of hearts What were the words I meant to say before she left When I could see her breath lead where she was going to Maybe I should just let it be and maybe it will all come back to me Sing, oh, Jan, you Oh, Jan, you text of this evening is from a donor from Brightling Sea and she sent a text and it says, is it true that you'll be entering the Cone River Woodlands this weekend to take part in I'm a Cone Radio presenter, get me out of here. Well we can confirm a donor that many other DJs, local celebrities and sportsmen including Clemmie have been seen emerging from the Black Boy in Wivenhoe, carrying small suitcases and wearing Cone Radio t-shirts and we can't confirm the rumour that Anton Decker staying above the Greyhound. So I'm afraid we'll just have to wait and see. Our lips are sealed. Stuff prepared from a dough made of flour and water which has been subjected to heat in an oven. This substance may be leavened by one of many different processes, ranging from reliance on naturally occurring microbes or the addition of chemicals or industrially produced or even high pressure artificial aeration methods during preparation or the aforementioned heat treatment. This is cut into medium sized rectangular slices. 
Then these slices of heat-treated dough are deliberately singed by temporary exposure to radiant heat. The results of this contain benzoopyrene, high levels of acrylamide, a carcinogen generated during the browning process. High acrylamide levels can also be found in other heated carbohydrate-rich foods. It should be noted that the darker the resulting surface color, the higher its concentration of acrylamide. We would suggest, however, that these concerns should not be permitted to spoil your enjoyment of this simple dish. Anyway, onto this is spread a solid dairy substance that is made by churning fresh or fermented cream or milk and consisting of fat proteins and water, which separates the butterfat from the buttermilk. It should be noted that this substance is a water-in-oil emulsion resulting from an inversion of the cream. In a water-in-oil emulsion, the milk proteins are the emulsifiers. Then you will need a foodstuff derived from the coagulation of proteins and fat from milk, which is usually acidified, where adding the enzyme rennet then causes the coagulation. The solids are separated and pressed into its final form, which can also be cut into small slices. This is placed on the medium-sized rectangular slices of the heat-treated dough, and they are once again deliberately singed by a short exposure to radiant heat. A nice touch is to serve it with some brown sauce and a sprig of parsley. So, Ian, what was all that about then? I think he was talking about toast. Oh, a story about toast. I'd like to tell you a story about when I was a very young boy. I must have been three or four months old at the time, and I didn't know what I wanted. But if I did, I wouldn't have been able to tell anybody because all I could do was gurgle. So I sat there in my eye chair, thinking one day, looking at my tray, and thinking what I'd give from meal on there. So I started looking around the kitchen to see what I could have. I was rubbing my eggy soldier in my head trying to think. And then I looked over in the corner and there's a yellow and white bread bin with its mouth open, just staring at me like I saw bread in there. I thought I'll have toast. toast. A little piece of toast. Well then I started getting older, and I hated this, I hated that expensive steak was ludicrous and cafes couldn't cater for the finer things in life. The upper crust was not for me, I could tell that. So I'd go home, switch the kitchen light on, put the grill on, slip a slice under, and have toast. A little piece of toast. Cause there's so much to choose from, there's brown bread, white bread, all sorts of wholemeal bread, it comes in funny packages with writing on the side, but it doesn't matter which one you have, cause cut the crust off, have it with marmalade or butter, cheese, tomatoes, beans, banana, or chocolate if it's strange, it doesn't really matter. Oh no, it all goes with toast. A little piece of toast. I'm gonna think about it some. This is a Box 39 Christmas card from Pamela in Seattle. I'm actually in Tacoma, Washington, which is about 24 miles southwest of Seattle. It looks like I might be on call for Christmas this year. I work for the Mobile Crisis Unit. Basically, it's the suicide hotline for youth in my town. I know it's not a very cheery thought, but in reality, the holidays aren't always the nicest time of the year for some people. And so we're hoping that we can provide support and hope for people who may not have that kind of hope during the Christmas season. For me, I'm hoping it's going to be a quiet day. Most of my family will be out of town. Um, I had planned to stay in my bed with chocolates and books that I hadn't finished and a glass or two of red wine, which may have to wait until after I'm on call. The holidays always start for me on American Thanksgiving, which is the fourth Thursday of November. And I will be traveling to Salt Lake City, Utah to visit with my three beautiful grandchildren and my youngest daughter. 
in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I hope to be spending time with family and friends during the weeks between attending holiday parties, walking along the waterfront and seeing the lights that the people have decorated their boats with and the lights of this city. So cheers to all and I hope you have a wonderful, happy holiday season. Christmas to everybody from every, every to everybody from everybody from all of us a Merry Christmas to everybody from all of us here at the radio show.